Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. Hour number three of the starting lineups on the air. It is time for us to play the game. 656-9900. That is your phone number. All right. That sound means we don't need one caller at 656-9900. We don't need two callers at 656-9900. We need three callers right now at 656-9900. Here's how it works for the numbers right. Three callers at 656-9900. It works just like the opening showcase for the prices right. Uh, each contestant is going to get a numbers or stats based question at the, in round number one. The two contestants who are closest without going over going to advance to the final round. In the final round, the contestant who is closest without going over is going to be your big winner, and it's a massive prize today. $50 gift card to Wings, etc. on Lovell Road. $50. You can hook up your entire uh, first weekend watching Tennessee football if you aren't going to the game or watch the, go to the Tennessee game Thursday on next Saturday. Get the hookup of $50 of wings from Wings, etc. The food there is absolutely fantastic. It's Wings, etc. on Level Road. All right, your first caller in today was Kyle. Kyle, you get to choose. You're going to take your first question from me, Will West, or from Eric Kane. Let's go, Will West. All right, here we go. Here's what I want to know. How many bowl games did the SEC win last year? And and I will tell you this. What was interesting is the S, that was that the NCAA had the number wrong. So uh, if you go to their website, but then you go to like eight other ones and you find out what the real win is. How many wins for the SEC in bowl action last year? Uh, let's go four. Four says Kyle. Josh, how many wins for the SEC in bowl games last year? Five. Kyle says five. Brandon, how many wins for the SEC in bowl games last year? Six. The answer is six if you count Georgia beating Bama. So because yep, they played counts. it too, because it does count as a college football playoff national title game. That counts. So Brandon, it'll be Brandon. It'll be uh, Josh who advanced to round number two. All right. So we got Brandon and Josh. Let's go. Brandon, you're going to kick things off right here. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. My number is completely opposite of what Will did a very small number. My number is going to be very large. But uh, today is Jamal Lewis's birthday. Jamal Lewis is fifth on the all-time rushing list for the University of Tennessee. How many career rushing yards at Tennessee did Jamal Lewis have? Uh, 2,500. We got 2,500 from Brandon and Josh. Same question. How many career rushing yards at Tennessee for Jamal Lewis? Let's go 2,505. Well, that is how you do it because Jamal Lewis, 2,677 career rushing yards. That is how you play the game, Josh. All time at nice Tennessee. job. I thought you were about to say 2,503, and Josh is going to be <laughs> over. It was going to be the dirtiest move in the history of the game. But it was not. Josh, congratulations. $50 gift card to Wings, etc. Thank you to Wings, etc. Over on Lovell Road. You'll see them looking for a place to watch some games tomorrow. Might be a good spot for you, Wings, etc. All right. 
Let's get you ready for those uh, college football games tomorrow. The slate's a little bit weird when you look at it. That There aren't that many great games, but there's college football. And you know what that's better than? Not having college football. We'll tell you about those games next. It is the starting lineup on 99.1, the sports animal. Here's Eric with your sports update. High school football, Maryville handled Powell 38-13 on rivalry Thursday behind Noah Vaughn's 200 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Salcoa blew past Gallenberg-Pittman 52-17. NFL preseason, the Chiefs topped the Packers 17-10. The Texans blanked the 49ers 17-0. And Scott Scheffler leads the tour championship by five strokes at 15 under through the opening round. Xander Schauffele is in second. Matt Fitzpatrick's in third at nine under. The leadoffs or the leaders tee off for round two at about 155 this afternoon. It's 8.07. We'll get you set for the college football weekend slate. The first of many to come. Welcome back into it, the college football season. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. Starting line of 99.1, the sports animal, Will West, Eric Kane. Remember today's show brought to you by the Bed Store. Seven area locations of the Bed Store. No matter where you are in our listing area, there's a Bed Store location near you, and there are massive Labor Day sales going on right now. How about Stearns and Foster mattresses? Save up to $1,000. Beauty Rest Black, save up to $1,000. Serta, save up to $1,400. Tempur-Pedic, save up to $700. They have all the major brands. Like I said, Stearns & Foster, Beautyrest Black, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Nectar, Welltuck. They have them all, and it's so easy with the bed store. All you have to do is go to tugfit.com. Ten questions, 90 seconds. Their algorithm will tell you exactly the perfect mattress for you. You can also just go in, lay on the mattress, make sure that's the right thing that you're looking for, or find that mattress. Because I'll be honest, you know, for us, it was thought it was going to be one thing, ended up going with another one. And one thing I love about the bed store any of their seven area locations, Kingston, Pike, Lenore City, Turkey Creek, Maryville, Powell, Chapman Highway, Morristown, all of them giving you free delivery, haul away, and set up. Thank you again to the bed store. All right, college football gets going this weekend. Week zero this week. Eric Kane, you made a statement earlier this summer that I think is spot on, and I don't know why I never thought of it. Uh, and I, and I'm going to I credit you this time. I've credited you twice. The next time I just steal it and don't give you credit whatsoever. <laughs> Fair warning. Uh-huh. So, uh, cause that's called being unprofessional. Um, <laughs> but, but there, why, why isn't everybody playing this week? And then you get two bye weeks. Why, why don't, don't we know, extend, man. like, why don't we extend this? Especially if we're talking about extending the college football playoff. Why the world not have college football start this week, week two's Labor Day weekend. And mm-hmm. then you can, you have two bye weeks through the, through the year. So your players a little bit more rested because one of the biggest concerns I have for Tennessee is their bye weeks early, right? Yeah, I mean it's awful. The the bye week is, I mean you're not you're not always going to get that, you know, play six games off week, play six more games, or play seven games and stuff like that. Tennessee's literally playing four games and then playing eight straight. Yep, it is not ideal, and you know you you go through the the bumps and bruises and the highs and lows of a football season. You need. You, you, it always feels like that that bye week comes at the perfect time as well, too, right? Like you got a couple of key players that are banged up that probably couldn't go that Saturday, but now that you're off, they could like wait, not practice, and go the following Saturday. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, and Will, you've been doing this a lot longer than me. They had two bye That's weeks. That's a polite way of calling me old. <laughs> they, had, they had two uh, two bye weeks. A couple. 
That yeah, a couple years ago they did. Yeah. yeah. So wh- why did it go away? I don't remember. So uh, let me be honest. I, uh, <laughs> my brain starts working at 10. So about 10, 15, I'll text you and I'll tell you why they, they decided to do that. I don't remember what the, what, the, what was, I think it was the way the Labor Day fell or something yeah, like that was so. at the beginning of the week. So, or the beginning of September, like right at the beginning of September. And that's why they ended up doing the bye week the way that they did. Cause everybody ended up playing. But look at Vandy, man. Like you get to go to Hawaii, go yeah. on vacation. You're going to smack Hawaii around in my opinion. You come back, you're off, play a couple games, you'll have your normal bye week. I mean, what a season, right? I mean, that's fun times. Yeah, that's a ni- and it's a nice trip for your kids too. Yeah. So you're no, you're right. That is that is I, I love that. And you're and they probably should do that. I think it also would make it easier to a week earlier work in a foreign game. Because you know, they've tried to do a couple in Ireland and things like that. So there, there's a lot of that that's going on. This year we get Nebraska Northwestern from Dublin. If you ever wanted to make sure that people in Europe don't like American football, <laughs> send Nebraska Northwestern to Dublin, Ireland. This is the Big Ten. I don't like the Big Ten. <laughs> well, not, that is bad Big Ten. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's good Big Ten, uh, but there's, so there's I, also bad Big Ten. This I, is like, I mean, it's like if you sent South Carolina, Mississippi State, <laughs> but they didn't play offense. You know what I mean? At least those teams play offense. Uh, question. So this says it's a 1230 Eastern time kick for Nebraska North, yep. Northwestern. What time is that in Dublin? Uh, that five hours ahead. Oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah, it's five hours oh, ahead. Okay. So, no, whatever. Is a, so yeah. it's a little evening game. Yep. Okay. So Not you bad. know, Monday afternoon, I always watch what's Monday night football in England uh, during that time. Maybe, maybe Dublin's an hour behind, but it's four or five hours ahead. Okay. So because I don't, I don't think that it is an hour behind where they are in London, but I do think that it's uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. I, mean, I was, I was kind of hoping, you know, not putting too much thought into it. We could do a little Tyler Robbins kegs and eggs or something. <laughs> yeah. This, look, kegs and eggs used to be the thing back in the early two thousands. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. <laughs> all right. So here's what your slate looks like: CBS Sports Network. We're going to kick off all the college football action for the season. Austin Peay against Western Kentucky. Then you get that game in Dublin, Nebraska, Northwestern. Then CBS Sports Network going to give you Idaho State UNLV. Don't worry, though. I know that's not a great game, but FS1 has UConn, Utah State on about the same time. <laughs> Yay! I know. <laughs> uh, otherwise, your other games, I mean, it's it's a whole lot of that, frankly. It's, a you know, Florida A&M versus North Carolina. It's North Texas versus UTEP. It's Nevada, New Mexico State on ESPN2 at 10 o'clock. That's what the, that's what the week zero of the college football season slate looks like. I have, and then you get to week one, you have a, you have about four really good games week one, and then you got a bunch of cupcake games. I have of the opinion, Eric, that college football, but don't get me wrong, football has been recession-proof so far. Yeah. But when you're charging this kind of money that you're expected, the SEC wants again to catch up with what the Big Ten's getting paid, right, for all these four, the three different networks they're on, and the expectation is it goes up with the streaming service because Amazon or Apple right now are bidding to see which streaming service gets the fourth Big Ten game of the day. Um in looking at that, it's it's. I just think that they're going to want the SEC to do what the Big Ten's doing, which is, hey, conference game week one, you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like you're going to do a week a week zero conference game. You're going to do a Thursday night first weekend conference game in the SEC. You're going to do a Saturday game in the SEC. David pointed this out to us yesterday. He sent he sent an article to us on Twitter, and uh, you're looking out, David. He was actually talking about, hey, look, wow, look, surprising what great ratings they had for uh for Tennessee Alabama last year. What it really was really nice ratings, but. If you start going through that and you see it, the big games in college football last year had massive increases in the number of eyeballs that were on them. The trash games or even the middle of the pack games had 20 to 30% drop-offs, not from 2020. It was COVID. So you can expect that. And there were drop-offs, but even from 2019, you saw if your audience goes down by a third, almost that's a lot, man, even a fourth or a fifth of your audience being gone matters a lot. 
but what you can see is a clear trend. And the, the piece that he tweeted out that he sh- sent us shows you every single week from the college football playoff all the way to week one what the highest rated games were. Almost two-thirds of the games had a decrease in viewership. Almost every week, there was like one week where there wasn't at least half of the games that had decrease in viewership. So my, my argument, my thesis here is that, one, if you are an SEC fan, expect when they go to nine games for ESPN to be like, don't you ain't feeding us Tennessee Ball State week one, right? We're going to get Tennessee, maybe not Tennessee against, you know, anybody great week one, but it'll be Tennessee-Missouri week one or something like that. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you're going to give us or you'll give us that West opponent that you don't play every single year. So this year be LSU. You're going to give us that week one on a Thursday night because we need to make sure we maximize every single window of television revenue we possibly can because when you just throw whatever slop out there and expect people to eat it, right now they're not, or fewer of them are, even in football, which has been recession-proof. So I think that's one trend that we'll see. I also think that it's it's – you're, you're going to have to see that a little bit for the, from a television revenue perspective. So, you know, the SEC is going to start doing that. I also think we'll see because of how much television revenue they're trying to get, you're going to see that more non-conference games that are quality non-conference games as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to see good football and everything. I'm just trying to think like, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm looking at it through the lens of my team, if my team, I do not want to see my team go play Alabama in the Chick-fil-A kickoff classic or whatever the case may be. I don't want to see my team go play Ohio State week one. I don't want to see my team have a big conference matchup against my rival week one. Why? Because I want to build up to that moment. Not only that, but I want to make sure the team, my team that I root for, is ready to play in that moment. I understand that's not what this is about. It's all about the dollar signs and ratings and all that. I get all that. But I just I, that's why I have a problem. Like You see more and more week one big time non-conference kickoff games and that's cool i guess but like the ball states are needed tennessee right now going to pittsburgh tennessee's got some questions it needs to answer and hopefully tennessee's going to get those questions answered against ball state before they go to pittsburgh before they go to pittsburgh now on the contrary tennessee plays ball state you know knock on wood you look at it it's pretty much a glorified scrimmage not you know let's put georgia state out of our minds right now but then if you're Pittsburgh, Will, you're playing West Virginia. Which situation would you rather be in? West Virginia-Pittsburgh <coughs> big-time rivalry game. That's week one. Who do you think is going to be more prepared after week one? Tennessee, a glorified scrimmage, or Pittsburgh and West Virginia? I, I don't know. I see pros and cons in both of those. So that that's kind of the the the, the good and the bad in, in playing a big-time game in week one. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. There's a lot that you want to answer beforehand. It's no. probably easier to play, play the cupcake game. And right now what the Big Ten's doing is – they rotate four teams are going to play a conference game, right? And so it'll rotate who that is each different year as they it's rotate also, through that. It's also and then really, everybody else plays cupcakes, and then Ohio State plays somebody for real because they're the one team in the SEC or in the Big Ten that plays anybody. It's also really challenging to schedule in advance, like you said earlier in the show or earlier in the segment. You know, it's not going to be Tennessee, Florida, but it might be Tennessee, Missouri. Yeah. You know, in five years, Missouri might cycle back up and be good. Remember last year, Missouri was supposed to be good. They weren't. No. Um, they were supposed to be good last year. So, like, it's so difficult to. You to know, predict whether somebody's good or not during that time, you're right, to yeah, set that schedule up. Because that might turn into be a marquee game week one that you didn't think you were going to get, and you know, but maybe, maybe they're fine with that. I, I don't know. I just think we're at a point where television executives are going to look at this, and they say all but one week of last year's college football season saw a, half the game saw a downturn in, in ratings. So at some point they're going to say, if you want all this money from us, if you want to go from $45 million to $85 million per year, no. you're going to have to give us tell. You're going to have to program your schedule for television, not for what's best for the coach. No, that makes sense. And that's disruption for coaches because coaches are used to being able to kind of run everything on their own. It's very tribal in, in, in that. But 
I, I do think if you want to get close to what the Big Ten's doing, I think the Big Ten's going to end this soon, and they're gonna, you're going to see them play conference games week one, or either, either you play a conference game, you play a big one. You can't waste the television window at this point, and especially for the SEC with ESPN and only ESPN, ESPN's not going to want to waste a television window either when the Big Ten's spread across the board, and it's easier to get money for them for all those different networks for that conference. Anything stand out to you about this weekend? Anything exciting to watch this weekend? I mean, football, yeah, I'm going to tune in to Nebraska-Northwestern because that'll be the best football game, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to tune into Vanderbilt-Hawaii late, late night on Saturday. But outside of that, I mean, even those games, there's nothing really standing out. I'm just going to watch it because it's football, right? Uh, week one, there's there's a couple of really good ones week one. That, that, that'll be fun. And it's good. It's good that Tennessee doesn't get you know lost in the mix of that first Saturday and, of course, the Labor Day weekend and all that. Tennessee's playing on Thursday night, so that can give you the opportunity to watch some more, more games and some more teams. Uh, but outside of uh, Northwestern and Nebraska, little Vanderbilt and Hawaii, and those aren't really, you know, I'm not beating down the door for those games. No, no, there, no. There's not much. If else that game was getting weekend. paid, a played across the street, it was ten bucks. You wouldn't pay to go see it. You probably know what I mean? Not, like, yeah. Not. So it, it's here's the thing. It's football. It's it's like you said. It's football. Yeah. Which is better than not football. And it's it's very similar to mid December bowl games. There's football on. That's better than not having it. We haven't had it for nine months. So shut up and enjoy it. That's yep, kind of what exactly. What, that's what you get with week zero college football right now. That's Eric Kane. I'm Will West. Star bitch cut is next. Starting lineup on 99.1, the sports animal. Football this weekend. We made it. Uh, Tennessee football again. Going to get going on Thursday. You got a bunch of trash games tomorrow, but trash football is better than no football, and mm-hmm. it's not NFL preseason. Uh, did watch the NFL preseason last night. You did. You, you were doing rivalry Thursday last night. No, that was that was a tough break because it sounds like it's a great matchup on paper, right? Yeah, you know, Potts quarterback over at Powell. It's unfortunate. He's so talented, man. He he got a little banged up last week. He's going to be back though, um, likely next week. To be completely honest with you, but he wasn't playing in this game. And you're going up against Maryville anyway. And when you don't have your you know, all-state caliber quarterback. <laughs> the, the, the odds are really stacked up against you, but Powell showed a lot of fight, man. I mean, it was a good first quarter, then Maribel did Maribel things, and ultimately it was a lopsided victory for the, for the, uh, for the Rebels. But uh, uh, still a great environment over there at Powell and uh, another fun uh, Thursday night on Rivalry Thursday. Yeah, so uh, who do you guys have next week for Rivalry Thursday? So we're off next week because okay. uh, Tennessee plays. Oh, that's, 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 that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then the following week, uh, we, were supposed to, we were supposed to be at, at Gibbs, obviously, but Gibbs can't play at home this entire fall. So it's going to be Gibbs and Central at Carson Newman. Okay, so that'll be there. Fun. You go, Eric Cade, returning back to the uh, to the homelands. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. There you go. Six five six ninety nine hundred is your phone number. Show them where I threw up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you throw up during games? Or are you talking uh, about when you drank? No. Well, no, no, I'm talking about. I was like, going to say, there's some places on Cumberland Avenue I could show you that'll uh, <laughs> that we're not proud of. Summer conditioning, come on now. Oh, okay, summer conditioning for now. Eric Kane. Also, maybe a jar of moonshine <laughs> made its way in after the fact. Uh, legal moonshine officers, legal moonshine. All right, Star Bitch cuts now on the starting lineup. All right, well, today is National Dog Day. Oh yeah, you wrote this. I did. I don't know how anyone could not answer this correctly. Start bench cut. Dogs, cats, no pets. Who's going to start no pets? There are a lot of people who are no pet people. You know who does it? People that are out drinking all the time. So people that, that yeah. you work a job, you and then you're out all evening and you don't have time for a pet or I'll a way to this. do that. I mean, I, I work here in the mornings every morning, you know, but I my other two jobs I do from home and it's just me and the dog. We're just hanging out. We're bros. Like, 
you know, a lot of people work from home now, and so that way. But nonetheless, go ahead. My wife claims that I've made our dogs rowdy because uh, just like if I'm if I'm down in the basement working, and I'll be like, go upstairs to get something to eat in the kitchen, and I'll be like, all right, what are y'all doing? We're upstairs. And they'll just get up and go upstairs. They follow me all around all day long. Yeah, and then well, they, they get she gets home and they're running around acting like lunatics, and she's like, you've done this. <laughs> uh, one of your dogs was rowdy yesterday morning as well. Yeah, well that oh, that dog's that was that was real calm. Compared to what it used to be. <laughs> that is true. That is real calm compared to what it was during COVID when we were working from home and she's got a ball next to me at all times. <laughs> and I throw the ball or take the ball away and somehow there's another ball that magically appears mm-hmm. as if she created herself. Um, <laughs> the answer is start dogs, bench cats, cut no pets. But there are a lot of people I know that if they, if it was do- dog, like I would still do a cat if I couldn't have a dog. Yeah. There are a lot of people that would not do the cat. They just go no pet. But Here's I start dog, bench cat, cut no pet. Big big cat guy. I like cats. I'm pro cat. I mean, it's funny. Cats cats are hilarious to me. Like some cats uh, will be all about the lovins. Like my the the cat that my parents have. Um, she, as she's gotten older, she's gotten so snooty. It's all on it's all on their terms. They're hilarious to me. But I like cats. I, I but, had a I had a roommate one time that that uh, that 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 he had a cat and it hated me. And then one day it got in my gym bag and just rolled around in my gym bag purring one day. And I'm like, what is going on with that? that yeah. Is it pooping in my gym bag? You know what I mean? And then after that, every time I come home from the gym, it would want to lick my sweat. Like it loved the smell of the sweat, and that's what it related to to me. But it was still a very kind cat, even though it had really horrible taste and nothing smell. Yeah. So cats are awesome. That being said, you start the dogs ten out of ten. You bench the cats. You cut the no pets because you know we're human beings yep. here. Um, best football game this weekend. Whew. Vanderbilt, Hawaii, <laughs> Nebraska, Northwestern, Wyoming, Illinois. I'm going to start Nebraska, Northwestern. I also think this is these are this is pretty much an economic sanction against the people of Ireland by sending <laughs> Nebraska, Northwestern there. So, what if they were like, now nah, we're good? I know we're you're going to we're going to next next year we're going to end up sending you like uh, Illinois against Iowa to to Putin because of everything <laughs> that he's done as of late. So uh, start Nebraska, Northwestern. I'm going to bench Andy Hawaii. I'm going to cut Wyoming, Illinois. Yeah, that's the order. I, I I can't express to you like how little. Like if I'm scrolling through watching football and I, I scroll on Wyoming, Illinois, I'm like, nah. I'm yeah, there's no. I would just not do football. Like, you know what I mean? There's intrigue in Vanderbilt, Hawaii. There really, really is, in my opinion. Nebraska, Northwestern, okay. Illinois, Wyoming, nah. Yeah, they're gonna send this over to the to to Dublin though, and they'll be like, "What are you sending? What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like going. It's like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think I'm pretty are, sure it's a violation of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> the, the Jags are always playing <laughs> overseas. Play, uh, yeah, how are you supposed to grow the sport with the Jags like, playing? Like, there? Come on, send Tom Brady over there. Let's yep. go. Like, oh jeez. <laughs> hey, the Giants are gonna be there this year, taking on the Packers. <laughs> the Titans were over there, and they lost the game to the Chargers by letting a tight end take a handoff in the backfield in overtime. <laughs> oh jeez. Sunday's National Bow Tie Day. Oh. Bow ties, straight ties, or bolos. Okay. I kept no ties off here because I knew you. Because I just said no tie. Yeah. I have a ginormously thick. Like, okay, so I have. So to, you're going to start the, the bow tie. Right? I, I wear a 70, like I wear a 17 and a half shirt, yeah. right? That's what I wear extra long sleeve, 36, 37 sleeve. But I have to have a 24 neck. Like, my neck is just dumb thick, like weird. Neck is thick. I hate the wearing ties. It's the worst because it always looks like like tiny tie guy. Uh, <laughs> that's what I look like. Uh, but I'm going to start the regular tie because I know how to tie that. I'm going to bench the bolo because I wish I was the kind of guy that could pull off a I bolo. Know, I know. I would wear the bolo all the I time. Know, I know. And, and I would say, no, listen, y'all. I would say things like that to people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I call people son. Uh, I, bet, I bench the bolo. I'm going to cut the bow tie because I don't know how to tie one. So uh, I have always 
every time I've had to wear a bow tie for you know a wedding or whatever, um, I've never bought a bow tie to wear. Let's just put you that just out there. Just get the clip right on now. thing over the, the joint over say, the side. I was gonna say every time it had to been tied, someone did it for me. But most of them been clip on, yeah. so it's nice. Yeah, he's a bow tie guy though. It's like a specific guy that's bow tie guy. Like if you know, like Chip Kane was bow tie guy. You like, know what I mean? Like he was bow tie guy. Is there anybody? In the, I don't think there's literally a bow tie uh, guy in the building in now. The building. If anyone, what about Joey be, over at Wivik? Could Joey be bow tie guy possibly? Potential. I don't know Joey that well though. Joey, Joey seems to like like care about style, and a lot of times yeah. people who care about style are bow tie see, guy. Chan Chandler could. But oh, Chan, I could see that. But Chandler is turtleneck blazer. He guy. He is turtleneck blazer. One hundred percent. Yeah. In, in two inch uh, seam shorts guy. <laughs> All together. So. <laughs> I uh, but uh, there's I wish look bow tie, God bless but bow tie guys like sweater vest guy takes a very specific build to be able to pull that off. All right, so I'll start with the straight ties, the, the ties. I'll bench the bolos. I've worn a bolo twice in my life. Oh, I man. can't pull it off, but I, mean, I have worn it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bench it. I'll tell you, cowboy boots very uncomfortable. So that's yeah. also what they don't make wide. I've never seen a wide size cowboy boot. <laughs> and I 100% will never, ever wear a bow tie ever again in my life. My my being in wedding days are over. So uh, Sunday is National Wine Day. Red wine, white wine, or no wine? You know what my answer is. I started with no wine. Yeah. I bench red wine. I cut white wine. It's just, would you like a headache and barely half a buzz? Then let <laughs> yeah. me, I would like to invite you to drink a bunch of white wine. I start the no wine. I bench the white wine, but it's got to be like that that super, I think it's called Moscato, like the, the one that's got so all it's really slays Kool-Aid pretty much. that's got all the sugar in it. Yeah. The, it's got to be that. Prosecco's solid as well. Prosecco could yeah. be solid. And then I, I I cut the red wine. I'm not a wine guy. Again, one of those like on the to do list. Learn, yeah. uh, be a hockey fan. Look, watch golf, drink wine. Cater, we're country man. So you're Jeff County. I'm Severe County. Yeah. We like understand where we are socioeconomically. Like, yeah. And so like golf, wine, just not our thing. <laughs> just, just never gonna happen. Oh, yeah, people like I have asked had people ask me twice in the last five days to play pickleball. And I'm like, nah, just, nah, I'm from Sevier County. And they're like, what does that have to do with anything? And I'm like, clearly you're not from clearly Sevier County. Clearly you're not. I don't have time for Chandler to teach me how to play pickleball. <laughs> uh, do I have to wear a bow tie when I play pickleball? I don't know what that means. All right. I, I got to tell you something off the air. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> uh, young NFL quarterbacks under the most pressure to succeed this year. Tua, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones. So I think this is, for the wrong reasons, I think this is a thing. I think that it's start Tua. Bench hurts, cut Daniel Jones. The reason why, though, is I think Daniel Jones, everyone thinks dead man walking. Jalen Hurts, he's kind of already playing with house money. Tua, you have everything around you, and you've won a lot of games, but you haven't done it pretty. So this is the year you want to see Tua take that step. So I start Tua, bench hurts, cut Daniel Jones, because if he survives that, I think everyone will be shocked. And also, I, I agree, that's my order as well. But also, they went out and said, "All right, Tua, you know, we, we went and got you a nice toy to play yeah. with. We got the coach that's yeah. been we got rid of the coach that's been yeah. trying to napalm you, you know, since we, you've been here. We are here. putting everything in front of you to go and succeed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Jalen Hurts the same way. Hey, we went and got you a, a, a crazy person, but a great wide receiver. He's yeah. right here. Uh, let's see what you could do. Daniel Jones, to my knowledge, there's not much talent around him. No, 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 no. And, he's going to be laying on his back yeah. all day long. So it's just unfortunate. So I, I great coach you. though. I, I agree with you 100. percent Tua Hurts and then Jones. Final one. Today is Jamal Lewis's 43rd birthday, best running back in Tennessee history. And are these the correct three? So I actually took this. I went through a list of five different rankings of Tennessee's no. running backs, and these were the consensus three. Okay. So, but I will tell you, I know two different people who have covered Tennessee longer than most people listening have been alive. They would tell you it's Chuck Webb. Okay. Jamal Lewis, Travis Henry, Reggie Cobb. 
I'm going to start Reggie Cobb because I think he's the best I've laid eyes on. But the problem is when you see somebody when you're a kid, it just seems so much bigger than when yeah, you see it, it when you're when you're older. So it looks, sometimes it can be, you know, you're looking so, through uh, it with rose-colored colored glasses. Ames was so cool. And then, like, the first day I met him, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'd start Reggie Cobb. I'm going to bench. I'm going to bench Henry. I'm going to cut Jamal. If you said the best running back from Tennessee, it's Jamal. Start Jamal. But you're saying the best running back in Tennessee history I'm going to take Henry over Jamal for the work he did at UT. I'm going to start Travis Henry. I'm going to bench Jamal. Excuse me. <clears throat> bench Jamal, and then I'm going to cut Reggie Cobb. I'm looking over here. Reggie Cobb is not in the top 10. There, there, were, it, some, there were some issues. We'll it, just say that. Yeah. But I'm trying to put people's business out. Single season. He yeah. had a great year back in 87. Yep. Great yep. year. That is Star Bench Cut is brought to you by Blue Water Climate Control. BlueWaterClimateControl.com, Knoxville's highest rated HVAC company. A veteran-owned business, family-owned and operated, Blue Water Climate Control. All right, we'll come back. Tyler Ivins has sent us a very secret right with Ivins pick. He sent it via the, uh, it was like encoded messaging that actually got here. Eric Kane spent the entire show decoding this thing. He has the uh, he has the ride with Ivan's pick next. For your first college football weekend, starting lineup on 99.1, the sports animal. High school football scores, Maribel handled Powell 38-13 on rivalry Thursday. Noah Vaughn, 200 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Alcoa blew past Gallenberg-Pittman 52-17. NFL preseason, the Chiefs topped the Packers 17-10. The Texans blew out the 49ers 17-0. And Scott Scheffler leads the tour championship by five strokes at 15-under through the opening round. Xander Schauffele sits in second. Matt Fitzpatrick in third at 9-under. The leaders tee off around two at 155 this afternoon. It's 844. Tyler Robbins is not here today, but he's still sitting in a riding with Ivan's play. That's coming up next year on TSL. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. College football's here in Vandal wants you to be ready for game day when college football kicks off this week. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. All you have to do, place a $5 bet, and you can get $150 in free bets, win or lose. I think you have two really nice matchups that you can pick from tomorrow that, that I think there, there's a lot of m- money on the table there. Northwestern against Nebraska. People don't score a whole lot of points whenever it talks about going over the pond, right? They're playing that one in Dublin. I love Northwestern. Lay that 11 and a half points. You could also take a Vanderbilt against Hawaii. Not nearly enough points being given to Vanderbilt on that one, but you can bet it any way you want to. Same game parlay bet. Jump into the action with live betting as the games are going on or bet big promotions like odds boost that they have every single week. Even go for it all with the national championship futures. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. The shot. The app's easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great odds, and when you win, you're going to get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. Download the foreign FanDuel app today. Sign up using promo code WEST. That's W-E-S-T, my last name. Place a $5 bet. Get $150 in free bets guaranteed to kick off the college football season. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code WEST. 21 plus present Tennessee. First on the real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. But decisions not withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms of sportsbook by FanDuel.com. Gambling problem call T and Redline 1 800 889 Final seven the starting lineup. EA's show with Brian Rice. Going to be next. Tyler Ivins, though, has sent us a very super secret ride with Ivins pick. We weren't supposed to share it with anybody except just me and Eric. But you know what? We decided to share it with you, the listener. So while Ivins is off, Right now at the beach, the nude beach that he's at in Jamaica, um, he's going to end up being sunburned in places that aren't fun to talk about. 
But he has sent us the super secret Sand riding with Ivan's <laughs> Super secret riding with <laughs> Ivan's pick from Tyler Ivan's. Will, I appreciate it. Let's get to it. Your Friday, August 26, riding with Ivan's play. But first, we got to say thank you to our friends over at American Outdoor Equipment. In Rockwood, you can find them for all the latest in outdoor equipment. It doesn't matter the terrain. It doesn't matter the need, the situation. They're locally owned. They're family owned. Give Tyler O'Brien and the family a ring at 245-5213. Again, Gateway Avenue, that's up in Rockwood. Let's go to the Atlanta Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. It's a pitching matchup between Knoxville's own Spencer Strider and Jose Quintana. And let's look at the Cardinals' lefties, shall we? In his last eight starts, the man has been nearly untouchable. Probably the reason why the Cardinals acquired him at the deadline. But you got to go back to that eighth start. It's been eight starts since he actually faced a team with a winning record. So you see two runs here, one run here. The earned runs, they've been favorable because of bad lineups. I expect tonight the Atlanta Braves get a hold of Jose Quintana. Actually, go back to the last time Quintana played the Braves. You got to go back to June 12, and in that game in Atlanta, Quintana gave up four earned runs. Your play today, we're looking at the Atlanta Braves team total. It's over three and a half. You're riding with Ivan's play for Friday, August 26. And remember, today's show is brought to you by the Bed Store. Seven area locations of the Bed Store. Kingston Pike, Lenora City, Turkey Creek, Maryville, Powell, Chapman Highway, Morristown. All you have to do is go to tuckfit.com. 90 seconds you can do questions online at home or in the store with the sales team. All you have to do is find to find exactly the right mattress for you. It takes 90 seconds at tuckfit.com. With the Labor Day sale going on right now at all seven area bed store locations, you could save a ton of money. How about Tipperpedic? Save up to $700. Stearns and Foster, save up to $1,000. Beauty Rest Black, save up to $1,000. Serta, save up to $1,400. They have all the major brands, the ones I just mentioned, plus Sealy, Nectar, well tucked as well. And you always get free delivery. Holloway and set up at the bed store and the people are fantastic locally owned locally operated people operating all seven bed store locations near you all right uh Eric Kane how much football are you gonna watch and you're gonna get in yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh I'm gonna try to watch a, a good amount um supposed to be going to the zoo tomorrow midday as a as a almost 30 year old so looking forward to that um so Dude, the zoo's way underrated really Way underrated. Okay, cool. I love the zoo. And here's the thing. I've heard nothing but great things. I just haven't been since I was a child. No, so. Okay, dude. No, so, it's, it's even better. Okay. Well, good deal. Hopefully it won't rain then. Yeah. Because we can hear the rain coming out. But I'm going to sprinkle in football around that, obviously. And then, you know, laying in bed late on a late on a Saturday night, I'm going to watch a little Hawaii Vanderbilt that, for sure. Do you ever go to that Feast with the Beast? Mm. It's just a bunch of booze and food and watching animals. It's supposed to be like, if you wanted everyone to get just... Just sloppy, disgusting drones. While you're trippy. looking at rhinoceroses, poop right there in front of you. <laughs> rhinoceroses. <laughs> Rhinoceri. I don't know what you call them. But, but it, I'm telling you, here's the thing. You know what's going to steal the show when you go? What? The otters. Well, the otters are fantastic. The otters will do tricks for you. I'm dead serious. You'll be you and other people. The otters will dive, do tricks, and then get up and look at you, wait for you to applaud for them. <laughs> like, I'm dead uh, serious. Hello. No, for real. Like, give me my, give me my love. I need my love. Like, it's wild, though, because, like, seriously, I have, uh, I have, like, just just blurred images in my mind of going to the zoo when I was a little boy. But like, I mean, not since I was five, six, seven years old. I mean, we're talking well over 20 years ago. So, uh, yeah, it should, should be fun, but All no, right, power for- ranking of animals. Give me your top, your top, <laughs> give me your top five animals right now. Break this down. I ask it. So unfortunately I may or may not have asked Eric Kane down the line. Many times we were working from home. <laughs> Questions you only ask no, at second grade no, lunch. No, no, Will. This is a couple of weeks ago. He says, he says, Eric, I said, yeah, Will. He's like, where are you at on dinosaurs? <laughs> like, like, 
Uh, you know, like where am I? I don't know. I thought about him just five minutes ago. Thumbs up. That's what he's saying. It's, uh, I like him. That's the, up, that's the answer. Yeah. Um, so lions are so majestic. They're yeah. up there for me. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are up there. Probably lions, monkeys. Don't sleep on penguins. Uh, you ever eh, been to Ripley's? They're not my, I have. They're not my top five. How dare you, sir? Uh, the um, giraffes are just neat. Giraffes are the raddest. Yeah, giraffes are neat. And then rhinoceroses. I don't know. Right, rhinoceri. We're gonna we're gonna create Rhino- that as the Rhino- that is now the plural. Rhinoceri. Like if it's octopi, it's rhinoceri. Rhinoceri. And then that's my top four right now. And then I got to think about the fifth. We went to Bush Gardens in Tampa. They have a bunch of like animals you can go wildlife. You can go see. And okay. You can take a train and walk around and go around and see the safari on the wildlife. Yeah. Uh, hippos underrated. Yeah. So it was the, there. Were, there was they had, they had this one hippo that was like swimming through, and all all the fish are literally like riding on the hippo as if it's the <laughs> bus that it's taking, like mass transit to take from one side of the pond to the other. With the, on top of the hippo. So the hippo was an incredibly underrated. This is what you tune into a sports radio station for, is to hear Eric and I break down animals to see at the zoo. Hip, hippo, big hit. Yeah, big hit. Big hippo guy. That's what I have right now. We're yet e- on dinosaurs. <laughs> EA show. You know what? I'm Eric, Eric Ainge would answer if I asked him where he is on dinosaurs. Well, he's so spacey to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah, would. I bet Eric has strong dinosaur opinions. <laughs> And then we can give you at any time. And he'll tell you them next on the EA Show with Brian Rice. This has been the starting lineup. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital Seal, It means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more.